I so think what? we'll see well-documented results in the next 10 to 20 years that say mental health defects are actually massively positive. If I didn't have ADHD, I would be nowhere near where I am today. This is The Summit by Fearless Adventures. I'm Dominic McGregor, and every week my co-founder David Nunes and I will be talking to inspirational leaders about their experiences as they strive towards their summit. Thanks for joining us here at The Summit today. Here at Fearless Adventures, we're talking to amazing entrepreneurs and founders about their journey, whether they're on the way to the summit, whether they've reached the summit, and everything in between. Today, we're here with Pete, who is the CEO of Distract, a marketing agency, amongst many other things. So welcome today, Pete. Thank you. Talk to us. Obviously, at the moment, you're the CEO of Distract. Take us back. How did that all start? Where did the journey begin? And what was your kind of passion and mission for doing it? Um, so it's a really kind of basic, simple story. Like, um, I was um, in a friendship group with my friends who all kind of, their parents earned more than my dad. And they were getting nice, fancy cars. And I thought the only way I could get a nice, fancy car was to do something else. Um, so I tried starting a business at the age of like 16, 17. Uh, and then it's one of those journeys that just kind of like compounds in, right? You know? I'm really tight. I'm really stingy. Um, up until literally last year, I was still working out how many hours I would actually have to work in my old retail job to buy things. Like I would literally be there thinking, I'm going out for a meal. It's cost me 55 quid. That would be 10 hours at my old job. Like I was still doing that like a year ago. So I'm really tight, really stingy and just keep investing all the time. So just a compound effect from starting a small business at 16. Amazing. So obviously, you know, we're talking to people about that kind of journey. What, where do you think you are on your journey at the moment? You know, do you, if you reach base camp, are you kind of just packing your bag to go and get on the flight to go and head somewhere? Where, where, where are you at? And what, and what do you also see like success looking like in your future for you? I think the great thing with the entrepreneurial journey is we have no idea where we are. And uh, that's kind of fascinating also, but really scary. Uh, this could be my peak right now, and it could be a long dwindling kind of dive down. Um, I like to think that I'm about to kind of explode through to new heights. Um, you know, I've was very, very kind of focused on this idea of building cash flow when I first started out. So we've got eight different companies now. Seven of them are just pure basis cash flow machines. They bring uh, revenue into our businesses and then we then kind of are investing into what we're going to call our explosive business. We can sell for X millions or whatever. Um, so I have no idea where I am right now, um, but this whole pandemic thing has made me look at life completely differently. So I've literally just come back from Miami where I was away for a month by myself, just vibing it out. Um, and I've decided I'm going to do that every single year. And oh, just... I thought you were going to say every single month there. Well, <laughs> I was like, uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it was a vibe. Um, but yeah, just to, this idea that, you know, I've been so focused for the last 10, 11, 12 years and just kind of growing cash flow businesses, growing businesses that I kind of almost lost track of what life's really about. Uh, and the pandemic kind of put me back on that track. And I was like, do you know what? Forget it. Off to Miami for a month. So no idea where I am on this journey. Um, but I'm just embracing it, man. Like I absolutely just love the pro the process. For me, it's about the journey rather than the end result. I don't really care where I end up. Um, for me, it's just about being happy and just enjoying the process. These seven businesses that you have that are kind of these cash flow businesses you talk about. What give us understanding of what sort of businesses they are? Yeah, so I've started loads, failed yeah. loads, and then the remnants are the ones that kind of continue, right? <laughs> so um, each business has its own MD. So we'd invested it, we'd start it off, and then we kind of launch it. So we've got. Distract, which is a marketing agency, that was my business I started in my second year of uni. Um, real simple paid media agency, which I call the growth machine now of our other businesses because it's really fun because I can start a business and be like, have free marketing. Um, we've then got our um, conveyancing business. Um, it's a nice little seven-figure conveyancing firm. Bought it from administrators in 2020. Um, does beautifully well. 
have a mortgage company, free online mortgages. We're basically taking boomer businesses and making them millennial. Uh, very sim- I think it's a very simple uh, avenue. Got a couple of e-com brands as well. Uh, we've got a corporate law firm. We've got a recruitment firm. Uh, we have a media company with uh, Tim Lovejoy from Sunday Brunch. We just have lots of random stuff. Um, and then we have our online pharmacy we launched uh, last year, which is probably the most exciting business we have. Um, like the, the solutions we're creating and the, the products we're formulating over the next few years are going to be mind blowing. So we're basically taking like cash flow and just injecting into our, our big, big boom. Well, hopefully. <laughs> Why online pharmacy? So uh, interesting story. Um, we met these guys. Um, you know how you have these weird connections with people, right? Um, these guys came, came through to us. They were like, look, we want a website and, a, and our marketing doing for our uh, pharmacy consultancy company. You know, it's via Zoom because of COVID or whatever. But you have to get the proposal in in two days because you're the last one. You basically decided. You know, that sort of vibe. You know, you've probably been there yourself. Um, had this little pitch. Wasn't really too bothered about it because it was like a two-day turnaround, which basically means you're just adding a number. Won the pitch, did his rebrand, did the marketing. And then at the end of the project, he was like, let's get some dinner. So I sat down with him and I always asked the big question, like, what's your grand plan? Like, what's your, what's your kind of aim? And he was like, the two boys were like, we want to open a paracetamol manufacturing plant. And I was like, can I invest? And they were like, do you have four million? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and then one of them elbowed Matt and said to him, tell him about the hair loss thing. And he's like, oh, pointing to his head. And he was like, this isn't natural. It's paid for. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I've created this formula that's regrowing my hair. And I was like, nah, snake oil. Yeah. And he got his pictures out and literally, like, he wasn't lying. Yeah. He's, he regrew his hair with this stuff. And I was like, why haven't you boys done anything with this? And he was like, we've got so much on Pete. And I was like, well, let's partner up. I came back to the office, told Brad, who's my business partner. Like, he's kind of like the introverted, like, you know, doesn't, no one really sees him sort of sort of kind of business guy he's like pete we should do this so i called him up the next day and i was like 50 50 you do all the regulation all the compliance you manufacture operations and i'll do branding marketing and commercials and like, yeah let's roll so about it's about a year to get all the kind of regulatory stuff done and they did all their stuff for free we did all our marketing and branding stuff for free we chucked about uh, 250 300k into the business and um we've taken unthin unthin's doing 1.5 million and we've been going for five months We've now creating what we believe is going to be the new version of um, Viagra. So I believe that Viagra is something that's completely like hushed. No one really talks about. But I think we're going through a wave of male liberation right now. So we're trying to make a, a brand within the kind of, uh, I, don't know, I don't know the correct pharmaceutical terms because I'm not the pharmacist. But basically kind of like be like, look, Viagra, you can take it. It's fine. So we've created this brand called Hung, uh, hung.co.uk, which is just going to be about, like, do you need help getting hung? Uh, we've then going into... Um, uh, eyelash extensions so what the boys are really good at our business partners is they they look at medical grade uh, drugs and they see what the positive side effects are so I, again i could be slightly off and want to stay here but there's a drug that you'd be used for eye drops and they notice as a side effect your eyelashes extend so our boys were like well rather than just doing eye drops if you put that in like a brush and you just apply it directly will that work and the study said yes so we've got like five or six new products coming out unthin being the first one but this whole space is really interesting you've got Newman, Manual, Hims, all kind of trying to create the pharmacy. We're not trying to create the pharmacy. We want to be the brand. Uh, and I think that's a much bigger play because uh, I think, you know, there's a reason that Coke's worth more than Tesco, right? So that's what we're trying to, trying to create is the, the brand within the pharmacy space. And uh, it's gone well so far. And we're just like having a bit of fun on the journey. 
but you've obviously got like tons of energy because you can just hear it and feel it from from when you're talking and passion you know how do you focus on all this stuff i mean you've, there's, there's lots there to think about uh, i've got adhd so right um i don't know i i think that um everything so i'm just an ideas guy yeah i love meeting people you know you, i mean i went to miami by myself do you know what i mean like i just meet people have fun and, and kind of go through life and i've always been this idea of making connections and just kind of getting along with folk and um, but brad my business partner is very operational focused you know he's absolutely wide in the numbers and 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 you know he calms me down he says no to me more than I, you know all the time so i kind of come running in with like four ideas and he goes look just we'll just do this one pete yeah and and then so he makes sure that all my craziness actually happens yeah um uh, and every single one of our businesses once it gets past a certain point has an md yeah. so um i'm guess i'm my main job is distract the marketing agency which is i guess the beast behind all these brands yeah. um but then every single other one has an md so they just report to us basically what part of it do you enjoy the most starting new things i love the idea that you know you know there's three there's us three at the table right now um who knows if in two years time two weeks time that we start a business together right i'm not saying we are i'm just saying that this is this is what i love so much is that you have these conversations with individuals that are maybe on the same wavelength. You know, you walk away, someone has a cool idea and you can call someone up. So I just love the idea that we're all on this journey together. We have no idea where it's going to take us or where it's going to end up. But at the end of the day, like, if you just vibe and enjoy the journey, then everyone's happy, right? So I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, love I love that. What inspires you? Um, so my... Mom died when I was really young, and my dad basically raised me and my brother. Well, he raised my brother from like zero, and uh, I saw how hard he worked. Do you know what I mean? Like to, to get us through. Like my dad did a really good job. Don't get me wrong, but one income is never going to match two. So I went through kind of my whole kind of young age trying to fight to be on a level playing field with my friends because they, you know, I remember one time when I got my car. You know, I had to work at Halfords like ruthlessly, and then had a. I had side businesses, I YouTube businesses that were paying me kind of from the ad uh, sense. I had like a, a, a store, a shop online that was, you know, all at the same time so I could buy a car. One of my mates got two cars. This is the sort of level I was at. I lived down south, I was in Cambridge, lots of money in Cambridge. I'm from Stoke-on-Trent, you know, so when I moved down there, you know, we weren't, we weren't flush. So I guess the, there's two things really. First of all, I kind of want to prove to myself that I can, I can do anything. Like I just believe this idea that Everything that I thought was impossible when I was younger, I want to prove to myself that it's, that it's not impossible. Um, the watch I have, the car I have, are both the things I wanted when I was 16. Now, I'm not doing that for ego today. I'm doing it so I know that I thought that was impossible when I was 16. So I'm constantly trying to fight with my old version of myself to prove that what I wanted then is possible. Because then what I think is impossible now, it inspires me to, to kind of keep growing and keep having that. And the second thing is I just don't want my dad to have to ever worry about anything. I don't want my brother to ever have to worry about anything. You know, I, I feel like I'm in this for the bigger project. But then on top of that, I want to have a family. I want to have, have kids and I want to make sure that they don't have to worry about anything too. I feel like this whole idea that I'm in this pivotal point right now where my dad really had to work hard to get me to anywhere. And I don't want my kids to have to work. So I'm kind of, I feel like I'm in that middle joint, that joint that's really crucial. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Amazing. So you talked about ADHD before. I mean, how do you see that as a founder? being is that is that your superpower like how's that how's that show i think up? we'll see well-documented results in the next 10 to 20 years that say mental health defects are actually massively positive yeah i'm saying we are, we are all not who we are because of mm. but in spite of like 
I actually think everything we've got that's wrong with us actually well, wrong with us is an mm-hmm. advantage. Hundred percent, and and neurologically it is. Fact, you know, I I I, I like most of my um, income from my marketing agency came from me doing a public speaking event. That's kind of how the leads came in. And when I'm doing public speaking, my brain is already answering the next question. But I can't describe it. Like I already know what I'm saying before I said it. I don't have to think about what comes out of my mouth. So like, I feel like that's a huge benefit in that business. And then when it comes to things like negotiations or kind of trying to feel creative ways to do contracts or whatever, like I'm constantly, I, I don't know, my, I can't describe it, but I just feel like my, if I didn't have ADHD, I would be nowhere near where I am today. But then on the flip side, if I didn't have Brad to be able to calm me down and, and navigate kind of probably from a more strategic perspective, I would also be nowhere I am today. And that gets me onto my, I guess, another point, which is business partnerships are literally like, that. I would never start a business ever again by myself, ever. Yeah. I will literally, so, so I, every single company that I ever get involved with or whatever, there's not even a conversation, right? We both know our share split. Like if I put money in, it's, it doesn't matter if he doesn't. The same equity's there. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm so like bonded with Brad in terms of we just go together, like irrelevant. Like you want to do something cool, I'm there. I want to do something cool, you're there. Like it's almost a conversation to not do it. Does that make mm. sense? Like if you don't want it to be, well, it's a, that's an awkward conversation. Because <laughs> we just vibed together since, you know, the first day of uni. So, yeah, um, business partnerships are, are great because, you know, I know what I'm good at, I know what he's good at, and then combine it. And I just think that that's why we're mm. doing reasonably well. Having alignment. 100%. 100%. Yeah, we've been a lot of founders and it's really similar. You know, actually, I, I don't, we've all both had business partners yeah. and you know, actually doing it on your own seems a bloody scary place, actually. Oh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. A miserable place. So. It's not even that. It's literally down to the point of, like, nobody knows how it feels. Like there's, there's so many journeys and, and moving parts that your journey will be different to yours and mine or whatever. And to have someone who's literally been there from day one, who 100% knows the journey, they know exactly what you went through. They know when you cried. They know when you celebrated. They knew when you wanted to quit. They knew when it wasn't worth quitting. You know, like mm-hmm. there's every single point, you know, I can turn to, to Brad and be like, do you remember like in the second year? You know, you remember on the first year? Do we hired that first person? And we paid ourselves. Like, you know, the, all these kind of questions and answers, like to have somebody who's literally lived it with you, yeah, I think is, is more valuable than any equity. Yeah, amazing. And, you know, the, um, what is your vision now for the, for the group? Where are you trying to get to? Where is your summit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for me, it's, um, it's just having fun. The moment I stop having fun is the moment I move to Portugal <laughs> and uh, take my uh, foreign, foreign, foreign dividends and. Uh, Taxable crypto gains. You know, taxable crypto gains. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm buying crypto, like, you'll never believe. Um, yeah, we guess another conversation. Um, but yeah, so the moment I, that I decide to do that is when it's no longer fun for me. I don't think I'll ever retire. I think I'll probably end up doing what you guys are doing eventually, is have a, you know, have a decent exit, live off my cash flow companies, and then you know, get into some sort of like VC play. Um, featured is, is really fun to me because we can do kind of 100, 200K checks. We can't do the next stage checks. Um, so I see maybe kind of using it as a passage. So we start some things out and then throw them onto the, the bigger, the bigger boys or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's always comes back to just enjoying it. Like, and I think that probably comes off my dad. He's always, always said, just enjoy what you're doing. Mm. Um, and look, if I all of a sudden decided to, I wanted to quit it all and, you know, open a cafe and work in a cafe, I'd have absolutely no ego about doing it. Genuinely. Mine's a sandwich shop. Yeah, mine's always been a co- coffee shop because I just want to talk to people, man. I just want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sam- always been a sandwich shop. Mm. That's been mine. 
I don't mind it. I haven't thought about that. Pina colada bar. Negroni. Negroni. Negroni cocktail Have you seen a Negroni? Dusty Negroni type, like, mahogany furniture. Yeah, that's what I Yeah, We speak to loads of entrepreneurs, and the journey you talk about this idea, you know, entrepreneurs do what they do because they want to change their outcome, right? So they're in a place where they want to be in a different place. They want to go on that journey. is a massive theme where we hear, you know, they want to change their future. Um, you know, how do we make sure that, you know, for generations that, that becomes a thing? So I think for me, it's not, I'm, I'm really happy where I am now. I said to someone the other day that if I, if my retirement point was this point, like as in like, when I was 17, 18, 19, and I always try and relate to how I, what I was thinking when I was younger, because I think if you try and think about what you want now, it's not the real thing. It's changes. So when I was younger, if I was where I am now at 65 years old, I'd have been like, wow, you smashed it. Genuinely, like, I just think I'd be really happy with myself. So I'm not too bothered about changing my outcome right now. Genuinely, I'm really happy, living my best life, doing what I want to do. Um, the one thing I would always say is, I guess the reason I'm on this path in the first place is because the only stresses and worries that we ever had uh, between the age of, let's say, 12 and 20 in my family was always money. It was always money. It was always like, you know, my dad's stressed about, you know, I remember one time we were in Tesco's and um, the card got declined. So my dad was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the cash point. And we went out to the, the kind of car park area and we walked past the cash point. And I was like, dad, the cash point's there. And he just went, there's no money in the account, Pete. We went home. So like all the problems we've ever had have been money related. So I guess the big one was for me was like, if I just sort that out, then I'm, you know, that's my, I guess that's me changing. That's me going to the where I think is, is, is normalized and no worries. So that for me was just a win. Um, and I'm not, I'm not mega rich, right? But I can live and I can do what I want to do. And that's kind of the freedom, I guess, aspect. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of my summary of that is that I, look, if I can go and be a billionaire, cool. Am I bothered about being a billionaire? Absolutely not. Excited to, to follow your journey and we you know we'll be cheering on from the sides and wish you all the best of things and uh yeah i know you're gonna you're gonna reach some heights so um looking forward to watching that uh thank you for, for joining us today on the summit um don't forget to like share and subscribe and let us know what you thought of today's episode because uh, it definitely was up there one of my favorites <laughs>